0: From a studio high above the clouds of the Okanagan Valley, this is the Cannabis Podcast. Exploring the world of Canadian cannabis culture, one toke at a time. Now, here's your host and bud tender, Gary Johnston. Welcome back, or if this is your first time, thanks for coming by to take a listen. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Whew. The news cycle is moving so fast these days, and the world is currently, of course, as you were well aware, in the midst of the coronavirus or COVID-19 pandemic. Now, other than a story from Leafly and my friends at Okanagan Z about how to help minimize our risks when using cannabis with COVID-19, there will be no further mention of it here. I think it's time to give us all maybe 30 minutes that we can focus on something else, something a lot more interesting, like... This magical herb that brings us all together, cannabis. Well, the universe actually aligned rather well for me in prepping for this episode. I went looking for something new to try on Cultivar Corner and discovered Daily Special. It's one of the best deals I have found so far in the legal cannabis market. And the synergy was deep as Leafly did a story on the Daily Special, so we'll find out about it and then we'll taste it. And... As I mentioned, we will talk a bit about the COVID-19 and what Leafly and our folks at Okanagan Z suggest we should do about it. A lot of things being canceled, as I'm sure you're well aware. As you may or may not be aware, I'm in the middle of a course on cannabis retail being put on by a local institution here, Okanagan College. I've been having a blast on the course, and I'm going to share some of my essays with you. And finally, in this episode, we're going to take our first crack at checking on quality control in the Canadian cannabis world. We came across a couple of purchases this last week that were way drier than they should have been and decided that it was time not to accept that, but to contact the LPs, let them know that we weren't happy with the product, and see what happens when we follow those steps. So, long as you're not driving and you are over 19, roll yourself up a doobie, Or put some herb in your vaporizer, because I think it's time we got high and got started with episode 41 of the Cannabis Podcast. From the Cannabis Infused Studio in the clouds, this is the Cannabis Podcast. Well, before we get down to the nitty-gritty of what we're talking about in episode 41, let's take care of the stuff we need to get rid of so that, as I mentioned at the top, we can put it aside and think about some other stuff for a few minutes. Well. As we all know, the thing that is taking over the world is this pandemic over COVID-19. And what's starting to impact folks who are listening to a show like the Cannabis Podcast is how this is starting to impact those who smoke cannabis. Because we do share those joints. And guess what? Sharing stuff is not so good these days. I got a couple of perspectives for you here. My friend David Wiley, who runs the Okanagan Z, a marijuana media company, Been doing a great job of supplying all kinds of details for us over the last year or two. And they put out a story, and let me touch on this one, because, uh, again, I'd like to to start local, and let's go from where this is. So, initially, COVID-19 was merely an inconvenience for stoners. With panic shoppers buying out all the isopropyl alcohol, we couldn't clean our bongs or vapes. (laughs) Guess that's true. I just checked. Yes, I do have a little isopropyl alcohol left. I'm okay. Has infection spread, however? It's fast becoming a much larger problem for everyone, including in the cannabis community. For starters, the pandemic is causing the cancellation of events. And this is starting incredible. Of course, if you probably heard, all the sports organizations across North America have suspended play, the NBA, the NHL, soccer, the list goes on and on. On Thursday, the B.C. government directed all event organizers to cancel any gathering larger than 250 people. This threshold has been selected as it is much easier to maintain important social distancing to prevent transmission of COVID-19, said officials in a statement. In response, one of the country's biggest cannabis events, 420 Vancouver, announced it was taking a hiatus. Though 420 is a protest, It is not a protest against health officials, and it makes sense to help them protect the public from the outbreak of an infectious virus, said 420 Vancouver organizers. A number of conferences set in the U.S. and elsewhere internationally have been postponed or canceled. Elsewhere in Canada, both the Cannabis Plus Technology retail tech event in Toronto, as well as Medical Cannabis Week, May 4th to 8th, which was planned for various locations, were postponed. Based on current information, the responsible path forward is to embrace social distancing as the norm until we're able to flatten the curve, said Business of Cannabis. It's our belief that over the next several months, most work will be done remotely and digitally, meaning that digital content will be the main method through which business development, professional learning, and other person-to-person connections will occur. Meanwhile, the growing summit in Kelowna is still scheduled to go ahead. This one kind of surprises me a little bit. The event is much smaller than the 420 Vancouver, which drew 150,000 people last year. The Growing Summit Conference, scheduled for March 31st to April 1st at the Laurel Packing House in Kelowna, is under the 250 person threshold. Organizers will continue to monitor developments. Here is a real time example of how quickly this information is changing in this wild, wacky world we're in today. As we were editing this podcast, in fact, the Growing Summit has updated their information. They haven't canceled it, but they have postponed it. A date not yet announced, but true to what we're seeing with so many events these days. To follow up, the growing summit scheduled for the Okanagan here at the end of the month has also been postponed. And I found this one interesting. This was, we've already talked about Spirit Leaf in West Kelowna, where I purchased the product for this week's Cultivar Corner. Spirit Leaf up in Vernon has also taken a step in relation to COVID-19. Retailers are responding. Spirit Leaf in Vernon said it is taking steps to protect staff and customers. They've removed their sensory jars as the sample containers are handled frequently by staff and customers. We want you to know that our store is and always has been cleaned regularly and touched up throughout the day by our amazing staff, ensuring all high traffic areas are sanitized regularly. Well, Spirit Leaf offered a few tips for people staying home. Stock up. You're allowed 30 grams of cannabis per transaction, so buy it and then take it home. Call in your order to speed up the transaction at the till. Use a local delivery service with a 19-plus driver, which I didn't know those were available here in BC. I haven't actually checked those out yet. As the pandemic drags on, it also has the potential to lead to a weakened legal supply chain due to a shortage of masks and gloves, requirements for staff at licensed producers, Now, that's something I hadn't thought of before. Keep in mind that for many, cannabis is medicine. Health Canada suggests filling prescriptions and ensuring you have a good supply of the medications you need. While the purchase limit is 30 grams, you can have as much as you want at home. And here are five practical tips from our friends at the OZ. Don't pass the duchy. Now is not the time to share the same joint or vape with others. We are being advised to create social distance to slow the spread and flatten the curve. And as I understand that social distance, it's keeping a meter between yourself and other people. Number two, don't panic. Getting paranoid about things while high is not fun. If you are aware that you tend to overthink things negatively, then take a break or switch to CBD strains. Fortunately for me, I don't get paranoid. I don't have a lot of anxiety, so I'm still smoking and enjoying it. Don't sell out. Those who own weed stocks are panic selling. Portfolios across the board are hurting, so don't dump all your investments while they're plummeting. Markets recover, like people after they get sick. Do prepare. The infection rate is said to be 30 to 70 percent. So make sure you are gradually building up your pantry, closet, and freezer with things you will use. And finally, do relax. If you can work from home now, enjoy the experience. If you're in the position to take a vacation or sabbatical, this is the time. Creating social distance also means you can spend time at home with family without the pressure to always be on the go. That was a really nice article. I appreciate that. Thank you, David Wiley and all the folks at the Okanagan Z. And let's take a peek and see if the Leafly article gives us any more than what we've already covered there. Most of the same stuff. So at Leafly, how cannabis users can stay healthy around coronavirus. Stop sharing joints, blunts and bongs while it's spreading. The puff and pass customs surrounding cannabis are among the greatest pleasures of the plant. But by passing around a joint, it's also a good way to spread any viruses. Wash your hands frequently. We cannot emphasize this enough. Thorough hand washing really, really, really does help prevent transmission of coronavirus as well as other ailments. So before you sit down for a session or dig into some munchies, make sure to wash your hands for a count of 20 seconds. That's as long as it takes you to sing Happy Birthday to you, twice, at least at the speed I do. It's happy birthday to you. Happy, It takes 10 seconds and two times through and you got your 20 seconds. Or you could do the first course of Sublime Smoke 2 Joints. Just saying. Don't buy into unproven coronavirus remedies. Given the general hype around CBD, you can probably expect to hear some outlandish claims about its effect on coronavirus, most likely spread via social media. These claims are not true. There is no solid research on CBD and coronavirus. Coronavirus has only been with us for four months, for God's sakes. There hasn't been any research done on CBD yet. Wow. And be cautious with cannabis around COVID-19. So there you go, some sage advice from both the Okanagan Z and Leafly on what we as cannabis consumers should be paying attention to and some cautions we should bring to our world around cannabis in the current day. THC, CBD, terpene profiles, what's in me? Oh, please explain to me. Cultivar Corner, Cultivar Corner, oh, yeah. Cultivar Corner, please explain this stuff to me. You know how much I love hearing that jingle that starts us off here at Cultivar Corner. Happy to play it once more because we're back. We are back with another strain. Despite the craziness that's going on in our world right now, touched on that a little bit, I promised I wouldn't touch on that anymore. So stop, Gary. Let's talk about what today's Cultivar Corner is. And I mentioned at the front of the show that there was kind of the universe was in synergy because I was trying to figure out what we were going to do for Cultivar Corner. And then Leafly put out a, a notice about this thing called Daily Special. And they said, well, what is the Daily Special? And I was a little fooled by that because when I clicked on the link, and I have also included the link back at CannabisPodcast.com for you, it's actually just a promotional page for Daily Special, which is cool. I mean, I don't mind promoting it because I think it's, it's where we have to go in terms of the legal industry. So Daily Special is a brand name that has been created by Aurora Cannabis, Aurora Cannabis Enterprises. Daily Special has both an indica and a sativa. Fabulous. It will be the sativa we'll be sampling today. In fact, I think once I'm done recording this one, I'm going to go back out and pick up some indica because it looks pretty good too. Now, what's the kick about the daily special? Well, there's no fancy product description. The name is, let me think now, sativa. (laughs) Daily special sativa. I love it. And according to their page, great weed doesn't need a cute name. We just call ours sativa. Quality flower with high THC and a great price. I was pretty impressed when I opened this up. So I picked up the 15 gram pack of Daily Special. First of all, it's just cool to be able to buy 15 grams. The other part that's cool about that, picked up those 15 grams for under $80. 79.99, I think is what it was. Great deal. Under or a half an ounce for just a little less than $80. We're getting closer to those prices that we need to get to. We are getting there. So again, I think I'm going to pop back and pick up some indica, some daily special indica later today. Now, I picked this up at Spirit Leaf in West Kelowna. Still waiting for Spirit Leaf in Kelowna to open. It's going to happen soon. I know it is. (laughs) But really like Mike and Holly and everybody else at Spirit Leaf in West Kelowna. So that's where I picked up my daily special of sativa. So let's get into the details of this. This is a net weight of 15 grams. And the percentage of THC fairly high, 19.2%. Pretty good buzz off of that. Now, in terms of the buds and the flowers, so I'm I'm going back to a joint today just because I need to speed up the process. So I needed to kind of speed this up a little bit. The buds, they're not huge. There's a, there's a fair amount of little buds, but they're really nice. They have a lot of nice little red pistols in it. Smells very sativa-ish, getting a sense of some of what I would think would be the pinene in that. Mm. Oh, just a nice, oh, I like that. I like that smell. So we've got the smell figured out. We've given you a bit of details about what Daily Special is all about. I think it's time we actually tried some Daily Special. So here we go. Mm. Initially, the aroma, again, it has a bit of that pinene. I'm suspecting that there's some alpha pinene in here. So as a look at what comes off of the ash on this, always impressed when it's a nice clean white ash, no black whatsoever, and it drops fairly easily as well. So I'm pleased with that. Now, of course, the big bang, or the big question is, what is the bang we get off of this? And there's hit number two. So I am starting this fairly early. I'm recording this episode on a Friday morning. Just in all of the madness that's going on in our world today, I decided I needed to get back to a place where I feel better. So started off this morning fairly early. We'll take a sample of this, record a bit more of the podcast, and then, as I say, go out. And I think I'm going to go pick up some more daily special, pick up some indica on this one, because I'm really liking the sativa. I like the taste. It's not harsh. I was impressed with the dryness, or should I say the moisture within the product. Uh, (laughs) As a bit of a sidebar, I picked up some other stuff just yesterday. I decided to try some stuff, went back to Hobo. Maybe that was my first mistake. Uh, But I picked up a couple of things from Hobo, and this is the first time I've actually contacted the licensed producers over the product that I got. Um, I'm going to save all those details for another episode because I'm still waiting for some detail to come back. I have gotten some answers to some of my questions, but I'm curious how they're going to deal with me when I sent back to two licensed producers over a product that I picked up yesterday that it was really, really dry, crumbles to the touch, uh, understanding or trying to understand why we're still getting product that is that low. Now, one of them was packaged back in December 2018. I didn't think we still had that product out there, And another one was packaged in December, 2019. And they were both pretty well the same. Both just crumbled at my fingertips. But I digress. (laughs) Let me get back onto the Daily Special Indica. Again, the thing I'm really liking about the Daily Special is it's a pretty good buzz. You may have noticed that my, uh, (laughs) my speech might have picked up in a little frequency. And that tends to happen to me when I first get high on a sativa. I tend to start talking a little faster, which may sometimes get in the way of doing a podcast, but not in this case. What's my opinion of Daily Special Sativa? I'm pretty darn impressed with it. Both from the fact that uh, we can pick it up at our local store at Spirit Leaf in West Kelowna. This is from Aurora MJ, and it's about time. And I'm pleased to see that it's available for us. We can get both the indica and the sativa. The sativa is what I'm flying on right now. Mm. And it's a nice flight so far. Oh, yes. I love that initial euphoria that just goes right to the front of your brain. Give me those happy eyes. Give me that energy to get some stuff done. That's why I suspect there's some pinene in there. And I'm pretty impressed. If you're looking for purchasing some bud. I'm going to stick on the Sativa side because I haven't tried the Indica yet. But if you're looking for a good Sativa to get you through the day, get some of that daytime stuff going on, I'm going to suggest that Daily Special Sativa is going to get about a, I'm going to probably give it about a seven. We'll give it a seven out of 10. A good price point. I like the product. Has a nice aroma. Good appearance. THC on this one is again over 19%. That's pretty good. I think I found my new daily special. I believe I mentioned a time or two over the course of the existence of this podcast that I've been trying to school myself, been diving into a whole bunch of different programs, the Cannabis Training University, Tricome Institute, and now I am dealing with a local course from Okanagan College, and it's on cannabis retail. Into my... fourth week, I guess, of it. It's a five-week course, so just another week. It's been going well. I've been doing well at it. I've been having a blast at the course. And as part of that course, we've been doing a number of essays where we have to answer questions. In essence, a customer's coming in and how are we going to respond to them? And I thought since that's a lot of what I'm trying to do here on the podcast is share some of that information for new users as well, it seemed appropriate to share some of those essays. So I'm actually going to start with the last essay, which is one that I just finished this week. And this is on the module where we're talking about cannabis accessories. Interesting to note that the majority of those accessories deal with inhalation. So rolling papers, bongs, pipes, vaporizers. I had not heard a chillum mentioned in years. I used to use a chillum a long, long time ago. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's a very interesting way to smoke. It's a single tube. You kind of put the end down in your hand. Well, it's too hard to explain in a podcast without pictures. Look it up for yourself. But I thought it wouldn't be appropriate anyway. So I'm going to start with, as I say, my last episode, and this was on cannabis accessories. The object of this was, in 500 words or less, give the listener or the instructor or a customer an idea of what you think are the best cannabis accessories that will make their experience better. Well, as a longtime participant in the cannabis industry, I have made a lot of observations. I've observed people in a dark alley huddled in a tight little circle puffing on a big fat doobie. Inevitably, someone in that circle would start coughing up a lung. Years of seeing this self-inflicted pain caused me to first investigate a vaporizer. I have investigated many of them. This personal investigation and extensive years of experimentation leads me to my recommendation for the best cannabis accessory a vaporizer well actually two vaporizers a tabletop and a portable my first recommendation the mighty volcano was my first tabletop vaporizer it has a convection heater with a powerful fan that blows hot air across your cannabis to release the pure thc vapor no combustion occurs the moment i filled my first bag with beautiful easy on the lungs vapor I knew my cannabis experience had changed forever. As each new friend participated, the circle of influence grew larger. More fell under the volcano's spell and became fans of the bag. No other vaporizer can handle the load like the volcano. Small group talking together, then work with a small bag. If it's party time for the whole gang, make a really big bag and let the vapor flow. Despite the prohibitive cost, I believe the volcano is one of the best investments one can make, because you're investing in a healthier you, no more nasty, cancerous smoke penetrating your lungs. I have been such a fan of the volcano that I have buried two of them, after having replaced all the switches in both. My second recommendation would be for a portable vaporizer. After my second volcano stopped erupting, I still wanted to use a vaporizer for consuming my cannabis, but I didn't want a power cord. That's when I moved to another store's Bickle product, a portable vaporizer called the Mighty. Here, I found Nirvana a second time. A clean vapor filled with the flavor of the many cultivars I tried. The beauty of both of these vaporizers is they are convection vaporizers. No burner touches the product. Only hot air is passed across the herb to release the wonderful vapor full of cannabinoids and terpenes. A convection vaporizer lets you truly taste your cannabis, perhaps for the first time. The portability and size of the Mighty lets you take it anywhere. When using the Mighty, the minimal aroma dissipates quickly, so it is a very discreet method of inhalation you can use everywhere. Its two lithium-ion batteries will also keep you charged for multiple sessions in a day. The price of entry for convection vaporizers may be a little high, but the inherent benefits of no smoke, great taste, and ultimate discretion. Make these your best bet to enhance your cannabis experience for a long time to come. And that's a statement I will stand by for a long time to come. And that is an example of some of the stuff that's been happening on my cannabis retail course, more to come in future episodes. And since I referenced it earlier in the podcast, I'm actually going to finish up with the details on my little excursion to Hobo and the fact that I picked up Two, count them, two packages of cannabis that were so dry that I felt it was time to actually contact the producers. So I've done that for the first time. I, in the past, have just accepted my lot and moved on. But in this case, I picked up some shishkeberry, Namaste shishkeberry, which is actually a product of Xenobis, and... When I opened it up... no, this was packaged on November of 2019. Figured that's fairly close. It would be pretty reasonable. I'm sorry. I popped it open, and and these are some of the dustiest (laughs) stuff I've had. So, I took a picture of the package. I took a picture of the dusty, and in fact, this one was also underweight. It was only 3.3 grams instead of 3.5, as it should have been. I mean, the aroma's not bad, but... There's not much of it there. Most of the terpenes left uh, before it even climbed into the package. <laughs> and interestingly enough, uh, this this is still, still such a dynamic moving world. So as I'm preparing this piece to talk about what I just happened with the uh, Namaste stuff, which was the shishkeberry, And then I was about to tell you about another one. And let me give you that first and I'll tell you about the update that just happened. Uh, so the other piece that I picked up was from uh, Aurora, It was called Banana Split. It was another eighth. Now this one was packaged (laughs) and nobody believes this when I tell them, but I gave them a picture of this. This was packaged on December 28th, 2018. And I purchased it on March 12th of 2020. Something wrong with that. It is incredibly dry. Now, where I was going was I did send an email to products at namaste.com. It was almost 24 hours ago. I did receive the standard uh, ticket number. Automatic reply, nothing since. Sent a similar email to Aurora based on the facts for this banana split. And the Aurora address was, let me just cover that off for you. That's info at auroramj.com. Got the standard reply, giving me a ticket number from Aurora as well. But kudos to them. They followed it up. They asked for more information. I sent pictures of all of the details, sent them pictures of the product, pictures of the packaging, the package date, the lot number, all of that stuff. And then they recommended that I contact Hobo where I purchased the product. I had been reluctant to do that because I mean, I understand that it's the LPs that are producing the product and the retailers are just in the middle, but I guess perhaps taking this retail course that I'm in the middle of is changing my perspective, making me realize that if we don't do something or say something, the industry is not gonna get better. Here's kudos again. I just got off the phone with a manager from Hobo here in Kelowna. Cole was his name. And to Cole's credit, he contacted me after... I was hoping to get the call a little earlier, but I, but I won't hold that too too much against him. He contacted me. I explained the situation about the two products that I had got that were incredibly dry, that I had contacted Aurora, heard some further information. He thought that standard sounded like their standard procedure to figure out whether quality control had failed. And he's now going to see if he can get through to another contact he has with a Xenobis to see if we can get some resolution to the shishkeberry. So what have I learned out of this little exercise? I've learned that in order to make our legal cannabis market better here in Canada, we have to be prepared to speak up when we're not happy with the product. And from this point on, I will be doing that. I'm not going to accept the dry, dusty cannabis and run off into the the sunset any longer. I'm going to be letting people know and letting you know of all the various products I have. So I'm pleased that Hobo has done the follow-up. If I get an opportunity to get further information before we release this podcast, I will do an update. But if that's all you hear from now, we'll provide further information when it comes along to the next episode. As always, If you have any ideas or suggestions for the podcast, info at CannabisPodcast.com. If you're looking for links for the stories we touched on today, you'll find those back at CannabisPodcast.com. If you'd never want to miss an episode, when you're on that website, sign up for the newsletter. That just simply means we're going to send you an email every time we release a episode, so you'll never miss one. That wraps it up for episode 41 of the Cannabis Podcast. In the cannabis-infused studio, high above the Okanagan Valley, this was the Cannabis Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed. And I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.